Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50% to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. Greetings, listener dear! <laughs> I'm Tom! Hi, Ben! And <laughs> I'm Matthew! And what a band Heim are. They really are. <laughs> are they? they are good. Are they the musical female equivalent of Pappies? Very much so. Very much so. I think I see us as the Heim of podcasting until, of course, Heim start their own podcast, which they may already have done. Inevitable. Inevitable. They may so already have done. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so welcome, welcome, welcome to this very exciting uh, festive episode, as it eventually became. Uh, we didn't realise at the start <laughs> it was supposed to be a festive episode, but we got we got there in the end of uh, Pappies Flatshare House Meeting. House uh, wel- Meeting. House Meeting. Uh, welcome, one and all. Thank you so much for... But can we just thank you all for listening Let's throughout the year? Let's just take a moment. Yeah. Let's take a moment to, to give thanks, to, to practice a little bit of gratitude. And thank you all, firstly, for downloading and listening to this episode. Uh, and also, if you have, for listening throughout the entire year. It's been a oh, wonderful year here at Pappy Towers. We've loved it. It loved means it. the absolute world to us to have your ear canal. And uh, we, you know... Oh, we literally Speaking won't be of able which, to do this without you. Yes, go on. Speaking of which, I've got to, I've got to, I've got to read this out. This we got this message in from Matt Barton, uh, and he says, uh, "Dear Pappies, happiest of festive times to you all. I was at my daughter's school carol service last night and suddenly realised that O Little Town of Bethlehem contains perhaps the first recorded instance of someone entering via the ear canal. <laughs> Not only that, but it's none other than old JC himself." And then he he quotes the lyrics here. No ear may hear his coming, but in this world of sin, where meek souls will receive him still, the dear Christ enters in. Happy Christmas and watch out for... Watch out for cheeky old Jeebus sneaking into those festive ear canals. What a great message from Matt. Thank you so much, Matt. Um, yeah, it's, it's true. We, I, I, hadn't, I hadn't thought of that. But of course, that's, where, that's the way you let Christ into your ears over the yes. festive period. Well, when there's not- only one set of footsteps in your ear canal that was because <laughs> we were carrying him yeah. <laughs> and also when you think about it if jesus was around these days would he not podcast would he not you know like jesus he mixed with normal folk the everyday men the humble exactly. fishermen you know how else would he reach them these days apart from with a free podcast that goes out every thursday unless you hop on the patreon aka become one of his 12 disciples and have a little bit more access to Tom, Tom, you shouldn't tell everyone how many uh, patrons we've got, by the way. <laughs> Let's try and get that number to 14 in 2024, guys. <laughs> And also, let's try and remember what day the podcast comes out. It's a Tuesday. So, uh, <laughs> but listen, we listen crucially. This is listen, the information we listen, need to know. You need to know details. it as, as the listener. We're not details people, guys. We're not details people. <laughs> it's about sentiment. 
of course the, the patreon patreon.com forward slash pappy's flat share if you want to get some extra bonus if, if you're missing us over the festive break then get yourself onto the patreon where for four quid a month you can get a bonus episode every single week and it's a real treat there's a load of uh, bonus episodes to, to catch up on uh, or you can just start from the most recent episode and uh, and enjoy that as well it is a tremendous amount of fun. So also, don't forget, if you are a, a fan of Pappy's Flatshare Slamdown, we're doing some live shows Great. At, the, uh, at the Phoenix Pub in the futuristic year of 2024. So we're there on we January 29th and January 30th. Fingers crossed we make it. January 29th, we've got Joe Wilkinson <laughs> and Suze Kempner. January 30th, we've got Carrie Lloyd and Kima Bob. They're both going to be fantastic. Both shows are selling fast they're selling very fast indeed uh, so grab your tickets uh, I would say grab your tickets as soon as you can that that, that Wilkinson and Suze Kempner show is very nearly sold out and the uh, the Kima uh, and Carrie Lloyd one is catching up with it fast so uh, grab your tickets we would we would love to see you there at the Phoenix in Cavendish Square um, for some very fun Flatshare Slam Downs tickets are available at pappyscomedy.com forward slash live but should we crack on with this episode because it? Yeah, we've uh, got to. We simply must. And it started. Um, it started in a dance as old as time, with Clarkie being just a little bit late. <laughs> I've had a thought. I've got an issue. I've got a question I want to ask you. I want to talk. I want to chat. Okay, let's sit down and chew the fat. House meeting. 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 What temperature should we set the heat? House meeting. 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 Why on earth am I always weeping? House meeting. Who wet my bed while I was sleeping? Let's have a house meeting. What's the point? Does life have a meaning? House meeting. What's going on, Clarky? Sorry, I just completely forgot. Are you all right? Are you? Were you? Yes. We were no, saying no, it's it, it, often in this instance you were like at the gym. No, so. thankfully I wasn't. <laughs> I wasn't I, like we're trying to work out which is worse because I was saying like wait if you're at the gym it's worse for me because psychologically I know you're feeling good about yourself and you're like I'm doing something good I've got up I'm at the gym and then it's like oh no I've actually fucked it <laughs> <laughs> and, like, and I don't know whether that change is worse than the oh no I've overslept oh no I've you know, like it feels like that's all the same jolt I don't know yeah <laughs> yeah <laughs> the jolts yeah let's not you know the jolt is the worst the jolt's the jolt the but jolt yeah. is the, the jolt. jolt. <laughs> so, so what were you up to? And the, the, I mean, the, the worst I think would be worse than the gym would be you recording another podcast. <laughs> <laughs> I wasn't. No, I, was, I, I, I was doing nothing basically. You were just staring at the wall, going, "I wish I had something to do." <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> That's bad news. That's yeah. worse. Considering yeah, that's it's worse. nine a.m. on a Monday. I know, yeah. <laughs> I, I was bleaking out, man. You really interrupted my bleak out <laughs> with something to do. <laughs> so committed to the bleak out. You, don't, you you had the bleak out in the diary before you had the, the podcast in the diary, didn't you? <laughs> That's it, yeah. So committed to the bleak That's out. Set a reminder for the bleak out. <laughs> that you, even when work came in to get you out of the bleak out, you were like, no, I think I'm, I think I'm going to pass. Actually, isn't Black isn't Black Monday? Isn't that in Jan? Have we got that coming up? Not for Clarky, it's not. Clarky's re- Clarky reschedules. <laughs> well, he's like the Queen, isn't he? He has two bleak. He has two bleak Mondays. <laughs> he has f- fifty-two bleak Mondays. You mean he has the official Black Monday, and then he has a few cheeky Black Mondays of his own. <laughs> You guys don't have to celebrate with me. I'll just, I'm very happy doing it on my own. 
we could have a national Black Monday and then one, one that's just for me really <clears throat> when is that is it have we got that coming up is it in it's like is it the second week of Jan or something I don't know. I I, I I sort of don't really buy into any of these uh any of these concepts because uh in, inherently Oh no, I, they're I, real. <laughs> I, I I I sort of inherently fear anything that's like I don't like the idea of a sort of collective depression. <laughs> and I I feel like if other people around me are feeling a bit down, it's like I'm the kind of person I think I'd start like uh, going, No, no, you're not. Come on. Like start tap dancing in front of them. Right. You know. Like I, I don't think I, I don't think I, I can I, I can't buy into these ideas. Well, they've pro- of, they've of programmed your um, they've programmed your BBC special for that day, haven't they? That's and right, it is just tap yeah. dancing for half an hour, and it does contribute uh, to the national bleak. Exactly. Right? Actually, I know your intentions actually, are pure. Exactly, it's got quite the opposite effect on the national mood. It really yeah, what is. came first, actually, <laughs> the bleak out or the tap dance? Well, I've been doing my I've been doing my televised BBC special for the last 175 years. I actually, but it actually predates the BBC. That's um, that's it. it. It used to be put out on one of those wheels that you look through, and it. Is that right? Yeah. <laughs> The problem was I never moved past the Zoetrope because the Zoetrope, a guy <laughs> tap dancing looks impressive and you're like, oh, I could watch this for yeah. ages. But yeah. if it's a guy actually physically tap dancing who crucially can't tap dance on telly. It was the great tragedy of our sitcom, wasn't it? it was we wrote it for Zoetrope, really. And it, <laughs> like did, yeah. that script, that script and those performances on Zoetrope. <laughs> they worked so well on Zoetrope. They worked so well. We were just trapped in the wrong medium, I think. This is it. When 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 the BBC came to us and said, "Look, we, we're going to put out a DVD," we were like, "You're making right. This is gonna this is gonna blow Hang up on. your faces, well, guys. DVD. <laughs> this is this technology is way too advanced. We're effectively an Amish sketch group. At best, camera obscura. obscura. Camera obscura. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. At best. At best. Clarky, can I just say it's very rare to get you at your best, and it's a real tonic. <laughs> Well, of course, podcast isn't my medium, guys. <laughs> Famously, if if you had me on the end of a tin can with a string on it, that would have been amazing. Your your medium is sofa and wall, isn't it? That's your. <laughs> um, but seriously, though, we've got to check in because it's important that that uh, you know we all, we're all concerned about men's mental health. Clarky, are you all right, mate? Yeah, yeah, I'm okay. Thank you very much. Okay, I'll check in again, same time, same December uh, next year. <laughs> I the five minutes. So there's yeah, yeah. so so the Bleak Monday thing, uh, which comes in the middle of Jan. Yeah, you're right. There, I I, I have I I feel reticent about that as well. About that kind of everyone's going to feel bad today, uh, and I think some some. It feels like um, someone writing a dissertation came up with a formula or some shit, isn't it? They they always go to a formula to say it's been calculated or something. Absolutely, it, yeah. Right. So, the, but the one that I do like getting on board with is isn't this Friday? Isn't the Friday before Christmas like Loopy Friday, where there's like the most arrests and everyone goes nuts in town centres? No, no. Tom, Tom, that's just that's only in Wolverhampton and that's the purge. <laughs> they have a purge in Wolverhampton just before Christmas. There's looting and rioting. It's a very different thing. <laughs> 
Yeah, it's not loopy, it's looty. <laughs> you got to do your Christmas looting. <laughs> looty Friday in Wolverhampton is not a national thing. It's not an international thing. I was thinking this, right? You know, like, because they often do, uh, they, they, they'll do these, it's like, it's, it's newspaper articles and it's normally like a survey that's been done by, you know, some insurance company or whatever yeah. just to to get themselves in the paper but it'll be like you know we've we've looked at all the towns in britain and this is the happiest town to live <laughs> imagine being like re- a miserable person and finding out your town is the happiest town to live <laughs> and thinking yeah. oh my god there's no hope for me what can yeah. i do you know it's not like i can it's not like I can go well i'll move to a different place i'm in the place where Pete, everybody is happy i'm if anything i better if i moved out it would make everyone even happier because it would bring the average down. You don't want the pressure, do you? You don't want the pressure of having to try and be happy all the time. Exactly. Is that why you moved to Exeter? (laughs) (laughs) It's fine, yeah. It's why I've been been very content in South London for my entire life. Well, I think, actually, I I do think just after I left Crystal Palace, it, it, it about... Two months later, it got voted. You know, because they they'd often do it in London, don't they? And it was it was like top five best places to live in London. Yeah, I it mean, really yeah. leapt up the charts. Yeah, which is mad, isn't it? <laughs> <laughs> they literally just as just as they could hear it, the engine of your car just pootering away into the distance. <laughs> He's gone. Like, okay, time to do the survey, guys. Stick on Pharrell. <laughs> House prices leap up. They spoke to the people in the house next to you and the people in the house on the other side and they were like, yeah, yeah, it's a great place to live now. <laughs> Do you know what I think could have happened back in... This is what I've been contemplating. When you look at, um, you know, right move and you're looking at house prices and oh, yeah. every so Super often, a little bit of fun to go into a random city. Like, obviously I'm from the Midlands, so like hop back to the Midlands and go, what's the same considerable price for a house that's not in the south or whatever it is so i was thinking about is there a theory and you could you buy your house up north and then move it down south like would the cost of transporting would the cost of transporting your house (laughs) tom would you tom you you know the the, no no tom you know the answer this it's not the house is it it's the land (laughs) matthew you hear him out Sorry, Tom. No, I don't think you're hearing me out. You've got to hear about it. Of course, he's thought this through, Matthew. Tom, if you put your come on, Tom, let's hear it. If you put your house in Exeter on the back of a flatbed truck and move it around, I'll tell you the value will change, (laughs) but it'll it'll be constantly decreasing. Very difficult with the terrace too. You see them on the motorway occasionally, don't you? Half a house going down. It's always delightful to see. Yeah, yeah, absolutely brilliant. When you see a house on the back of a, of a flatbed truck, you know, those prefab houses, <laughs> yeah. you always want somebody to come out with a cup of coffee. Just come out <laughs> the front do. door. Yeah. You really do. You Look really around, do. Take, do a little stretch, pick up the paper and go back inside. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Or, or just be like, what, what, what? Yeah, do the, do the double take. They come out to collect their milk, do a double take. They're on the M4, check the milk, throw it over their shoulder. <laughs> yes, yeah. please. <laughs> and they're a vicar, of course. Check the milk. Check, check the milk they haven't drunk and throw it over their shoulder back into their house. <laughs> into, an, into, an, into oncoming traffic on southbound. House meeting. Are socks only useful for putting your feet in house meeting? I'm just thinking, you know, if you say you get a five bed for an extra, you know, for a hundred grand less. Yeah. You take you it brick get, by brick. 
get that. And re- get, for, yeah, like if you put half that hundred grand into the move, your quid's in. Yeah, but you've got to get someone to reassemble the house on the other side. <laughs> yeah. And you've got, and, and crucially, Tom, you have to buy the land you're going to reassemble the house yeah, on. Yeah, I've got so a I, good feeling you're going to be quids out. <laughs> yeah, I think I think if you said to somebody, if you went to a building firm now and said, will oh, you yeah. take a house from Exeter to London and <laughs> and build it brick by brick, I would say they'd quote you slightly more than, than 50 grand. If we were a breakfast radio station 25 years ago, yeah. we'd have that call to play out now, wouldn't we? <laughs> 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 we, I'd, have, I'd have recorded it if we were Steve Penk if we Steve were Penk, Penk in would, his prime Penk in his absolute pomp you would definitely get <laughs> Penk giving <laughs> giving a building firm a call and you know you'd have the you'd have all, all his all his funny zoo team sort of giggling away in the background I oh. love it it was a halcyon time so for the younger for the younger listener dears Penk the, was the, like... I thought you were going to start with radio. Radio? <laughs> I would describe it as the audio zoetrope. Clarkie would describe yeah, it yeah, as the audio so. camera obscura. Very much at its, well, at its best, at the its audio best. camera bebluba. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> to listen to dear, how would one describe Penk? He was like the poet laureate of, of, of radio pranks, wasn't he? Yeah. Yeah, he was. Uh, he was a maestro. Yeah, he was. Uh, he was the. Uh, he was the original phone jacker. And for the kids, how do we describe phone jacker? <laughs> <laughs> well, it was a. It was a little bit like uh, Trigger Happy TV. Now, for the kids, <laughs> it was like Beadle up. for the YouTube generation. <laughs> exactly. Okay. Have we got you? <laughs> Speaking of which, I was working uh, working with a, a comedian the other day, and uh, because I am extremely boring, I was trying to tell them an anecdote about Danny Baker. And uh, of course, you know, whenever I'm whenever I'm faced with somebody in there, oh, I'm so sorry, my uh, cleaner's just cleaning outside. Sorry. Oh, thank God. <laughs> We've just been spared the Baker Absolute anecdote. <laughs> Sheepers, creepers. <laughs> Yeah. Oh, well, oh, anyway, oh, oh, I'm, oh, back, I'm back. I'm back. <laughs> so uh, I was trying to tell her an anecdote. An anecdote about sorry. Uh, yeah, I was trying to tell her an anecdote about Danny Baker because obviously that's you know that's what you do when you when you're faced with someone in their early twenties. You think I've got to tell them about Danny Baker. They were, it's going to blow their minds. And I was trying to sort of give this person some context as to who Danny Baker was. And uh, I, I said, oh, well, they were Chris Evans' writer. And uh, they were like, oh, Chris Evans is in, like, from the Marvel movies. He's like, no, 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 the British Chris Evans, you know, the, the one from TFI Friday and Don't Forget Your Toothbrush. And <laughs> just nothing at all, no recognition, no idea of what it, of, uh, yeah. of, 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 of who that was. And I thought, you know what? It's rare you get a moment like that where you go, I I can't believe there are people in this world who don't yeah. know who, who the broadcast Chris Evans are. But of course... You know, he's not been. You know, he used to. Of course, he used to do the Radio Two Breakfast Show. But why would someone in their twenties know about that? The, you know, the what? Exactly. There's a, the, you know the the audio zoetrope. Um, but <laughs> you don't listen to Virgin Radio Breakfast Show. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. Yeah. It's. Yeah. It, it, you know what? That's it's the, like someone like, going Mike Reed to us. Like, come on. You yeah, must, of course, Mike we, Reed. We know we know who Mike Reed we is, Tom. Mike Reed, that's 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 the problem. We, I don't know who don't... Mike Reed is. I just plucked a random name out there. Mike Reed. 
which well there's two Mike Reeds as far as I'm concerned there's obviously uh, Mike Reed from EastEnders the stand-up comedian listen look what you've done to me or there's there's Mike Reed the DJ who banned uh, Frankie Goes to Hollywood's Relax and again all of these words to someone in their 20s means absolutely nothing unless Um, a little bit of relax has been used on TikTok these people are not going to know what we're talking about Um, I've had a really good idea I've had a really good idea great okay it's I think it's probably a TV format here we go is it is it moving a house on the back of a flatbed truck just to challenge? Oh, like challenge Annika style now for those listening challenge Annika Annika Rice was now Google Annika Rice because honestly in her prime Tom um, I, I, I would absolutely I, I think there is there's something to be said for uh, relocation 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 yes, I think that's a good that's, go. that's, that oh, could yeah. be that could be a good that could be a good show part of it's a race it's like Grand Designs but it's also a race it's, it's Grand Designs meets the Grand Tour it's, yeah, yeah. you've got <laughs> You've got three, you know. So you've got yeah. obviously you've got hamster. He's got an igloo. He's got to transport an igloo, right? Something like that. You know. Or, or you know what you do? You do it three little pig style. You got bricks. You got sticks. You got straw. That's how. You, that's how you do it. That's that, that would be a very special panto episode, yeah. wouldn't it? Of, Here comes uh, the big bad stig to blow it down. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. Sorry. What's what was your what was your TV format? It's it's called Prankster's Paradise. And it's like big. It's like the Big Brother house, but with legendary pranksters from different generations. Yes. And every day they get a different apprentice-style task. Yes. To go out and prank, and it's and then the best pranks kind of win. Yeah, you, you know, you kind of have a there's, a. there's an element of Taskmaster to it as well. There's Taskmaster. There's Apprentice. There's Big Brother. They're all living in the same house, and they can score points or buy themselves more prank time if they prank each other in the house where the secret cameras are rolling. I love it. So I so love like, it. So you get like you need an Alan Sugar th- style. You want Beadle basically. You want you want like a, a hologram ah, of Beadle. Yes. A, right. a zoetrope? Could we have a zoetrope of beetle? <laughs> have a, a zoetrope, zoetrope of beetle, beetle waving. So yeah, I mean, zoetrope's th- broken. No, that's how he waves. Um, <laughs> so, <laughs> but like, you, we have like you, what, you, what you need is like a grand prankster. Well, I think I pink. think that's where you get pink. You get pink. The other person, although I don't think he sees himself as a prankster anymore, he sort of reinvented himself. Would be Edmonds, because Edmonds for me. The Gotcha Oscar was the absolute highlight of one of the great shows on television. Now, again, you, you know, try and tell a kid today about Noel's house party. They maybe might remember a guy with a beard who showed up on I'm a Celebrity for a bit and yeah. then pissed off. They might remember Deal or No Deal, the not the reboot with Stephen Mulhern. But, you know, this it's the, okay. I don't think Edmunds is... is, is, is you know, but this is this is what we can get kind of catch this episode instead of like an end of year review. This is just like an end of fifty year review. <laughs> if, we, if, we, if we can say it like that, then I think we get we can get away with all of this chat. Anyway, you're absolutely right. Edmonds is a great show. You've got Edmonds as like this kind of taskmaster figure, yeah, who comes in, but yeah, he's, and he play the sugar part well. I'm thinking about the beards, and yeah. so then they get their prank assignment. Sometimes I have to prank in pairs and. They also get bonus points and more prank time if they prank each other when they go home to the prank house. Yeah, really good. 
Yeah. Really, really good. You get different generations of pranking. You get them talking about their... They're sitting around having a beer, talking about their great pranks from the past. Yeah. I mean, my, my, my problem is I don't know many of the sort of current YouTube pranksters, but I'm sure that, that, bit's, that bit's easy to find, right? But Yeah, our, who, our, who, our Gen Z research team would find those people. Yeah. Who, are you, who are your... Um, who are your sort of top prankers that you would get? Like, who are your sort of uh, legacy prankers? Uh, who would it be? Would you go? I mean, obviously, we've, we've, we've talked about we've talked about Penk. Who else would you see as the sort of Jolly's got to be in there? Dom Jolly's got to be. Jolly's got to be in there. Uh, Lee Nelson's got to be in there. Lee Nelson, of course. Simon Brodkin, yeah. very much the sort of the the, the modern prank stunts. Yeah, definitely. Um, uh, let's not forget uh, Olivia Lee. Olivia of Lee, course. of course. Yes, we yeah. forget. Like, you know. Craskell, uh, Aaron Craskell. I mean, <laughs> anyway. Aaron, there's, there's, Aaron you know, Craskell, I think, yeah. He, he's It's he, a who's who of prank, Pranksterville and, and different styles from different places. Prankster's Paradise, I think there's something in that. Do you think we could get Tom Green over from, uh, over from Canada? Do you think he'd come over and... <laughs> Come over and hump a dead moose or something like that, you know. I mean, up a goat's head. He'd be. They'd want him in for box office. He's the yeah. Nigel Farage of the bill. What's he going to do? Has <laughs> he lost his edge? Does he still want to put his dick in a goldfish or like what will he do yeah, in that house? Yeah. <laughs> Absolutely right. Yeah, I love um, it. He can't have fared well, can he? What do you mean by that? <laughs> <laughs> I saw him actually. I saw him recently. He was on a show called uh, I think it's called LOL, and it's like a it's like a reality. It is a reality show. Very good. I, I, uh, May Martin was was in it as well. And the idea is you you're all oh, in, yeah. and they do it in they do it in different different countries. I don't know if they've done a British one, but they've def- this was a Canadian one they've done. It's it's um, a load of comedians in a house together and the idea is the 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 first person to laugh gets uh, eliminated. It's That's the la- right. last one laughing is what it's called. That's what it's called. Last yeah. one laughing. And uh the face off at the end, you've got two giants, two titans. You've got Tom Green, right, who's made it all the way to the end. He's beaten up stiff competition for people like Caroline Ray and May Martin and he's up against Colin Mockery. Yes, please. Oh, wow, really. It was. It was. I really enjoyed that show. It's on. It's on. It's on Amazon Prime. It's on your 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 buddies over at Amazon Prime. Did Mockery take Green to the cleaners? Because if Listen, anyone I'm can not make someone st- corpse, it's Mockery. I'm not going to give spoilers. I already told you. It's just. It's, just, it's, just, it's like <laughs> Mockery <laughs> had spoilers in stitches, didn't they? Yeah, mock, oh, mockeries. Mock, and again, you say that sentence to someone these days, and they'll look at you like you're Dutch. Absolutely. If I sit down with a 19-year-old and say, listen, I want to tell you all about Ryan Stiles. They don't know who I am or how I've made it into their house. And I think that is a, that is a problem. More for me than it is for them. Listen, I want to talk to you about Ryan Stiles. It's absolutely something we'd say to each other at two o'clock in the morning at a house party that we've stayed up for too long. Yeah. <laughs> Absolutely right. <laughs> Listen, don't go into that corner. The puppies boys have taken a deep dive on whose line. And that's also a sentence they were saying to each other two hours ago. So <laughs> God. See, changed off our gourd chatting about Greg Proops, having a lovely time of it. <laughs> Absolutely proops to the nines. And if listen, I'm sorry, okay, but that is what I consider to be a traditional Christmas. All right. <laughs> And I know, you know, like, I know this Happy Holidays Brigade wants to ban that kind of Christmas. But I think 
Uh, uh, actually, chopping up some hotlines and meow meow, <laughs> <laughs> snorting them up, and talking about how good Mike McShane and Josie Lawrence were together. That is what I consider to be. You know, it might be a Black Monday, but at least it's a white Saturday night. <laughs> Timed it badly though, because Wednesday will be the ble- the national bleak out, so it's going to be a tough day. <laughs> tough day. <laughs> um, slattery, of course, we'd raise a glass slattery. Slattery, a legend, oh, the crown prince of whose slattery. line? Slattery, slattery, so good. Right, anyway, we can't go down. <laughs> we can't. We can't we go down this route. <laughs> This, by the way, is what happens in our um, in our meeting, in our TV meeting, we go to pitch Prankster's Paradise, is that we end up sitting with a TV producer who's a similar age to us and just going, oh, Slattery was good. Wasn't he good? I tell you what, no one can hoe down like Ryan Stiles. Oh, man. Amazing. Amazing. I, I wore Slattery's wig once, didn't I? You did wear Slattery's wig, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> we were recording a thing, looked inside the wig. Slattery. Slattery. From Just a Gigolo. What a Standing sitcom. on the shoulders of giants. Wow. <laughs> I think we've finally done it. I think we've finally recorded an episode that is just for the three of us to listen to. <laughs> yes, that's, that's fair. Uh, I'm not listening to this. Uh, Emma's put a very pertinent message in the chat. Uh, she said, is this supposed to be your Christmas special? And yes, the answer is yes, it is, Emma. We hadn't quite got around to the topic of Christmas yet. <laughs> this is our Christmas present to ourselves. <laughs> oh, my word. House meeting. What's the worst thing you've considered eating? House meeting. Ready to pop the question? The jewelers at BlueNile.com have got sparkle down to a science with beautiful lab-grown diamonds worthy of your most brilliant moments. Their lab-grown diamonds are independently graded and guaranteed identical to natural diamonds, and they're ready to ship to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High-quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365 day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. Clark, are you advent do you advent calendar? Tom, that was a fantastic handbrake turn and you did it <laughs> you did it perfectly. Thank you know you. what? Thank Here's you. the thing. You know, you know what? This is this is the team working together here. Emma, the producer, gives the notes. Tom, as the competent host, goes right. How do we do this? How do we make sure that we've got? You know, we've been recording for about twenty-five minutes. The episode's probably only going to last about thirty-five. Let's turn it round. So we're talking advent calendars now. Crosby, as the incompetent host, reads out the note on air. Absolutely, yeah. <laughs> Clarky, not aware there was a note. She <laughs> <Tuned> doubt. <laughs> Clarky bleaking out against the wall. 
Clarky does uh, d- does having an advent calendar get in the way of staring at the wall, staring at the plain wall? <laughs> does it like... add to the bleak out? You just tick it off your your life day by day. I'd say right. The advent calendars we messed up a bit this this year, where we we were given two chocolate ones, and Each? we decided we we both liked the idea of both of them. So we were like, "Tell you what, we'll do. We'll do. I'll do odd day on one and even day on the other, what? and we'll alternate." Sorry, what, 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 what? what? This, by the way, is this is two people with no kids who've got so much time on their hands they've gone insane. <laughs> <laughs> this is what this, this is, is what we're this getting is to now. An embarrassment of luck. <laughs> this is this is you've got like yeah. paradise disease or so paradise yeah. syndrome, like um, fucking Dave Stewart went down with. You've got a, a life that is just so full yeah. of abundance. You're like, oh, how are we going to eat our two uh, chocolate advent calendars? Let's make a rotor for it. Listen, and every mate. Wednesday I use my right hand. <laughs> <laughs> I thought every Wednesday uses left hand, so it feels like someone else is eating the advent calendar. Um, but, but yeah, yeah. Um, so, so Clark, you talk, talk us through your system. You've got two advent calendars, so you've got forty-eight chocolates in the house. And uh, how different are the chocolates? First question: Are we talking? Is one like a truffle? What? What? How different are it's they? Not that decadent. One's Cadbury's, one's Maltese. Lovely. And basically, okay. the Maltese one isn't very good. Is it all Maltese all month? The thing is, it's not even. There's no. There's no crunchy bit in any of the chocolate. So it just says Maltese, but it's just. It's just lower quality chocolate. So there's no hey. malt. No. So they're literally Malteseing you, aren't you? Yeah. So, like, you know, <laughs> Lots of teas, no malt. Yeah. They're, they're promising malt and not delivering. Unbelievable. Side idea: If you're Maltesers, put out mulled wine flavored Maltesers in December. Mulled teasers. Mold. Carry on. Mold Carry on. Teasers, like it. It. Yeah. So that's sidebar. <laughs> well, that's it. And that, well, basically, that that's the whole. That's the whole. No, no. Uh, we don't. We don't understand your system. So you're saying, wait, you're doing odd days. <laughs> so you're doing one kind of. Yeah. One day, day one. Yeah. I have Cadbury's, Megan has Maltese. Day two, I have Maltese, she has Cadbury's. Day three, we're back again. You're alternating. alternating. Oh, I see, I see, I see. We're alternating. You're alternating the calendars. (laughs) And how's it gone to pieces? Did you get trigger happy on the Cadbury? Oh, if only! But basically, what what's happened is <laughs> all the time, I I'm quite laissez-faire with it. But Megan's very like, come on, yeah, eat your chocolate. I'm like, I'll have it later. I'll have it tomorrow. It's fine. Is Megan pre-break? She's pre the day a lot of the time, Tom. <laughs> well, she's setting an alarm at four a.m. to wake up and eat your chocolate. <laughs> is this where the system's gone wrong? She's gone on the stroke of midnight. And you've woken up. It's the wrong day. I think I think I've list, missed out on quite a lot of chocolate. Is basically what I'm saying. Those days they do come and I'd be like, by oh. when you're staring at the wall, don't they? <laughs> <laughs> it's it's the eighteenth already. One. I thought it was the fifth. Yeah, Ben, <laughs> you've not moved. <laughs> um, well, the days merge into one, but that's only because we left the calendars uh, in a sunny spot in the house. <laughs> oh, nothing worse. Um, um, I, I was uh, I, this year. I thought, well, I, you know, like it's it's a it's a tricky one. The the chocolate advent calendar with with little yeah. kids because you think you don't want to be giving them a chocolate 
every single morning. You also don't want to say, okay, one of you gets a chocolate, one of you doesn't get a chocolate every single morning. So it becomes that the, the thing of going, well, how do we how do we solve that? My parents well, obviously- get chocolate on the odd day, one on the even day. <laughs> exactly, you understand odds and evens, don't you? <laughs> you, you, you uh, four-year-old child who wakes up every morning and doesn't know what day it is and what you're about to do that day, you understand the concept that these are even days and odd days, right? Um, but but yeah, so I um, my, my parents got around that by the no chocolate advent calendar. So we had the uh, picture, religious scene each day. Old didn't school. Even, didn't even really sort of think about it until like, well, like late into primary school when other people talked about these chocolate advent calendars, but never yeah, did that. Yeah, yeah. Were you picture calendar, Clarkie? Yeah. You we had the same. Those, we had the same calendars every year that they would, Oof, we would bring yeah. back out with their kind of worn down doors and the shell the doors again. Yeah, yeah. But with a weird twist, they were page three girls, weren't they, behind each door? <laughs> <laughs> now, bear in mind, this was the eighties. But a big call. that was that was Clarky's dad's calendar. It's a special <laughs> secret. It's a great prank. <laughs> special secret calendar that was stuck to the back of a wardrobe. <laughs> Did you say prank? <laughs> yeah. <that's right>. <laughs> <laughs> Um, so what kind of pictures did you guys did you have ones to look forward to because it feels like that's pretty bleak yeah, same yeah. calendars coming out each year and it's like you're not you're not going great on the 8th it's going to be the three kings and that's a pretty dynamic photo no I, I, I think I was I think I was like oh good I, I like camels I genuinely was <laughs> I was like oh yeah great yeah looking forward to the 6th I was a big smoker, but I, uh, yeah, no, so so then I thought like in a similar, in a similar thing for my, for my kids, I thought what I'll do is I was in, um, uh, I was in uh, St. Martin's at the crypt, you know, in which I do a lot of my Christmas shopping, you know, (laughs) (laughs) the crypt at St. Martin's, I go, what does, what do my kids really want? Were you looting the crypt again? (laughs) That's right. I've actually, I got my, I got my daughter, uh, one of Thomas Beckett's fingers. And she loves it. Honestly, she really loves it. <laughs> but only one finger before breakfast. Exactly. You can't have them all. Exactly. A lot of her friends are getting very into Barbie. But I said, no, no, no. I'll tell you the Barbie of his day, Thomas A. Beckett. You try to tell the kids today about Thomas A. Beckett, they won't know what the fuck you're talking about. <laughs> the original prankster. The original prankster did the old, oh, is that my finger? Oh. <laughs> <laughs> For the listener at home, I just attempted the trick and nailed it. Yeah, it was really good. I don't know what it was, but it was great. Yeah, whatever the trick was he was attempting, he apparently nailed it. Uh, By the way, the the zoetrope will be available from our merch stall. Um, (laughs) We'll put them in the post. Yeah. Uh, So, so, uh, so I decided. I saw a big uh, Julia Donaldson. uh, advent calendar now julia donaldson is the author of the gruffalo the, so Donald, uh, well we'll get to donaldson we can, we can talk about donaldson who absolutely has got, has got christmas sewn up right she's um, got the world sewn up yeah 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 there's not yeah, a, yeah. you can't buy a book anymore that donaldson hasn't been involved in i know i know sometimes you, you pick up a book and you go well it's not been drawn by axel scheffler so it must not be a julia donaldson book no it's been drawn by Lydia Monk, but it's still been written by Julia Donaldson. She absolutely, she she is children's literature for the kind of under sevens. She's just, she's she, she does everything. And it's something every, like year, every four seconds a Donaldson book gets sold or something. It's 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 mad. It's absolutely, it's absolutely mad. Well, anyway, I, t- I tell you what, back at, um, uh, back at the, the Crypt of St. Martin's, I bought, sorry, I bought on. a giant, so it's right. So we're talking about like an, possibly an A2, A1 
sized book that opens up like double uh, double uh, sort of gatefold opens up and inside was 24 little books and I was like great that's great every morning we wake up we take out the book we read a little Gruffalo story or we read a little Tabby McTat story or whatever and that'll be it I thought great this is brilliant anyway then I uh, I open up the uh, I, I, I got a Dan Brown f- one of those by the way <laughs> very <laughs> hard still- to open though you have to crack the code don't you you have to <laughs> <laughs> Is it an odd day? Is it an even day? A very difficult code. Very, very difficult, difficult code. code. Very numbers. difficult code. Um, but then each thing is like, I, I thought it would be like, we all read a story together, but each thing is like a, okay, here's how you can make a Gruffalo hat. So get a pen and paper no. and you dr- oh. dr- write this thing here and then Good cut this Lord. out and then stick it here and you go like, we're not doing that preschool. There's no way we're doing that before the, before the school run. So basically... Uh, we we did a, a few like uh, what what tends to happen is um, whatever the thing is they become little coloring books so just say go, go and just scribble on that for a bit and then scribble <laughs> on a picture yeah. scribble on a picture of the graffalo and then uh, yeah I did the same with my dad brown ones to be honest <laughs> there's a lot of that around this time of year where it's like here's a book that's a poem a day and you kind of think that's a great idea or what a nice gift every morning I'll wake up and read a poem or it's like you know here's a you know better yourself over the year and then it's just like by you know day three you're just like do you know what fuck this poem all to hell actually yeah, yeah I'm yeah. gonna batter myself instead <laughs> it's black it's black Monday go fuck your poem mate <laughs> yeah that was very much a big thing in the sort of like it felt like a big thing in the 2000s was like yeah. everybody was getting uh, given uh, a diary that was like yes, each day yes. do a fun creative thing yeah, yeah. and you're like this no, diary will change your life that hey. was exactly what it was called yeah yes. this diary will change your life and, and I, I feel like i feel like nobody ever finished one nobody ever got to uh got to sort of the 31st of december of that year and went oh great now i can start my, my brand new this diary will change your life because I've, I've i've done all my little things of like you know writing a limerick or, or drawing a sketch or smiling at a stranger or something that you probably shouldn't be doing anymore. Hey, but it sold it did good numbers didn't it so is there an inspiration is there inspirado here right what you do is we, we do a this podcast will change your year it's called or this podcast will change your life and everyone has to buy in on it you have to subscribe for the year and it's like every morning there'll be a five minute podcast that will change your day and then people go oh great so they, they lump on everyone yeah. buys in we get like big numbers yeah great we I know love, I love that that's by part the of the game plan Jan. <laughs> it's, it's a good idea for a, it's a good idea for a podcast a podcast that gets big numbers yeah how about that <laughs> big, so that's it right so oh, big numbers everyone has to everyone invests we've not tried it before but it's uh, you know 2024 <laughs> so, yeah, that's yeah. our plan start a podcast that gets big numbers but then we know because we remember what that diary was like and those things are like by the 7th of Jan no one's everyone's going to have given up anyway but we, we get to yeah, they've subscribed for the year but no one's listening so we no just one's really to... listening so we're just fucking tossing out any old nonsense in March yeah it's not like us we've already got we've got <laughs> we've already banked the coin from the kind of new year I'm going to change my life drive it's what gyms do isn't it yeah Jim, totally Jim, Jim's, you sell your subscriptions in Jan yeah 
So we say, look, this is a this is the pod. This podcast will change your life every day, five minutes in the morning. It's going to give you something that'll change your life. It's a little bit of it's brain gym. It's basically brain yeah. brain gym podcast, yeah. a daily and brain like, gym podcast. We're going to have a fashion expert on this morning. He's going to tell you one thing that's going to change the way you dress for all of Jan. We're going to have a coffee guy who's going to tell you where coffee you, goes from. Are you literally wait? Are you going to suggest we do a five minute podcast that is basically this morning with Alison Hammond and Dermot O'Leary? It's going to do the numbers, man. It's going to do big Today numbers. we've got Dr. Hillary Jones to talk to you about the menopause. <laughs> <laughs> but it, like, for the, all we need is big names for the first seven days. If we can get to Jan 7th with people going like, you know, Greg Davis is going to tell you how to wear a boot or something, and then you get like, you get to day 7, we know everyone's dropping off. Parry, like, you, uh, you, all of these ideas are at best a mid-March. <laughs> Greg Davis tells you how to wear a boot. <laughs> well, you know, you know, you have the names in, and it's you like, know. they're going to do one, or we're going to learn with them, and it's going to be great, a little thing, five minutes, set yourself up, off you go, or a challenge a day, or... Pink's going to be on to teach you how to prank. <laughs> <laughs> prank with Pink. They're like mini masterclasses. We've got Danny Baker to tell you an anecdote. <laughs> <laughs> and then and then, and then, then off you go, you know. You bank those numbers, you bank them in December. There's something in it, isn't there? There is something in that. There's something all right. <laughs> yeah, something. Um, but yeah, that's the um, that's the drive. So, so are you, and did you get yourself one of those advent calendars as well, Crosby? Or are you guys are you guys chocolating? No, we haven't got we haven't got any advent calendar for ourselves. Uh, we uh, we've we, although and this is this is the, the, the yesterday we got a gift of uh, a lovely box of chocolates from our neighbours, and um, I just I, I've got I, my I, my self control is appalling. Right, I'm just so bad, right? So we we um we had we so we 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 were, we were, we were out delivering a Christmas cards. The first house yep. went to was our neighbours, and he said, "Oh, we've got I've got a present for you. It's a box of chocolates." So we're out and about. We've got this box of chocolates under the buggy, right? And so Cleo's asking for the chocolates. We give we give her a chocolate. We give Sylvia a chocolate. We have a chocolate each. Um, then uh. Then, like Sylvia as well, is like you know, it's like it's like a just like an adult's grown up chocolate. So she's like sort of gumming it a bit. At one point, it rolls on the floor. I um, oh, I, nice. I pick it up and I yeah. I th- sort of go, I, I should probably chuck it away, but she clearly still wants it. So I sort of like lick it all over to kind of get to kind of get <laughs> oh to kind of get the dirt off and go. Well, look, my saliva is probably better than whatever dog poo it's rolled through. <laughs> yeah. You know, so you've I'm, got uh, that rough cat's tongue as well. Exactly, really. Great. The sandpaper tongue that that's got me so far in my career, uh, and <laughs> I'm sort of doing this. But, but anyway, as as um, as I'm licking it all over, I go, oh well, I think I think Sylvie might have got the best chocolate. <laughs> so I'm just watching it in her little wet paw, and she's not really eating it. Every now and then, she sort of rubs it on her mouth a bit, and so eventually, I go, hey, do you Bide want some like? Time. Yeah, exactly, biting time. So eventually I say, hey, do you want some like little mini flapjacks instead? And she eats those and I just take the chocolate and I yam it. And then I, I sit down, I sit down last night to watch uh, Your Christmas and Mine too, which by the way, I absolutely oh, yeah. adored. I thought it was absolutely oh, fantastic. Um, and uh, I really, really, really enjoyed it. And, um, but then I think, oh, I'll just have, I'll just have a few, a few chocolates while I'm doing it. I'll just have maybe, just maybe just one or two. And then I have about six or seven and uh, half a bottle of red wine. Yeah. And again, Charlie goes to bed and I'm there going 
oh god I feel like I should be <laughs> discussing whose lies it anyway in the corner like you know like I'm just I'm utterly wired yeah. uh, you know and it's like sort of 10 10 30 at night I didn't get to bed till gone midnight I was just yeah. lying there with my eyes open you know grinding my teeth going why could I not just have a little tiny bit of self-restraint yeah. and not eat a bunch of you know like also as well I was I was I was I, the, the rationale in your head is because half the chocolates were liqueurs and the other half weren't so it's like well what I'm going to do is I'm going to eat all the dark chocolate ones all the liqueur ones so then when the kids go to the chocolate box any of those oh, you're ones being a good dad, you're that's exactly it, yeah exactly I'm doing all of that so I'm yamming the dark chocolates full of caffeine I'm yamming yeah. the boozy ones they're you know waking me up it's all of that full of sugar as well oh it was a, it was it was an absolute it was an absolute nightmare so I can't be trust I can't be trusted with an advent calendar because there would be no odd days or even days there'd be one very gross morning and that would be it it is weird Christmas is if you take a step back Christmas is weird like I know a manger. we have a whole year of going like <laughs> this is bad like not bad not bad but like you got to watch what you eat and you know don't you know this is chocolate this isn't good for you and this and that and and then we have th- what's becoming four and a half weeks pretty much of like do you know what just fucking go for your fucking yeah. what the fuck are you doing messing around yeah let's just fucking go nuts here and go mad and not think about it and then it's like it's it's crazy at <laughs> it least the people of Wolverhampton sense. have the restraint to do one day's worth of purge one night get it done <laughs> get it out of the way loopy Friday they have a loopy Friday you have yeah basically what you have especially I think it especially becomes in when you've got kids from from Halloween through to I, I imagine now New Year's Day is yeah. going to be an absolute like eating at the table has gone out the window our house has come it's become feral yeah it's like every, every surface you could eat of like, off of try and eat more fruit no that's fucking gone just cram some more chocolate in your fucking gob before breakfast it's like <laughs> it's just everything goes crazy and trying to I'm I'm, I'm so fearful of Jan, of trying to get things back on track. Wait, did you say Jan or Jam? Oh, Jan. <laughs> okay, <laughs> well, you, know, right. you know my phobia for Jam. Right? That, that's, yeah, that yeah. gets worse at Christmas. Um, it's too much fruit, <laughs> isn't it? It's just, just too good for your Jam at this time of year. That's what's in our advent calendar. Just, just smear some jam. Have a lick of that. <laughs> Honey, smooth peanut butter today. It's just a variety of spreads. <laughs> Um, that would would that be a good advent calendar? So it, you open it up, and it's one of the it's one of the little tetra packs you get from a hotel. Oh, it's <laughs> yeah, today. I'm, I'm be into that. It's not bad a, at all, actually. A toast a toast topper advent calendar. Yeah, actually, yeah, I would go for that. A loaf of bread. So so you give a loaf of bread. So I imagine we're looking at about twenty four slices in a loaf of bread. Yeah, but you, they're not going to last. Till, you know that last <laughs> slice. <laughs> I would say I'd say you're gonna have to pop you have to pop the bread in the freezer at the very least (laughs) because I would say let them let them deal with the bread themselves what about Melba toast something like that rice cakes no it's not as much fun Melba toast let's go let's let them you're absolutely right the bread no one wants a Melba toast (laughs) (laughs) yeah household finds your own bread right but the the advent calendar crucially each day has got a little a little Nutella or a uh, Marmite yeah, I was going to say, can we list twenty four? But there's no way we can end our Christmas episode. <laughs> <laughs> but crucially, guys, if you want to get in touch, what's going in your spreads advent calendar? That biscotti spread. That's going to be Ooh, the biscotti. Oh, the biscotti. Yeah, that's yeah. love. When you get to what twenty twenty third? I don't know. Twenty fourth. Yeah. It's got to be Christmassy, hasn't it? 
Brandy, brandy sauce. Is there a Christmas spread? <laughs> just brandy. Brandy <laughs> sauce. <laughs> the Christmas I've had, I've just got a load of brandy on my toast. I have no self-control, me. I sit down to watch a lovely movie. I dip a loaf of bread in a bottle of brandy. <laughs> and before you know it... <laughs> I'm YouTubing whose line is it anyway and I'm sobbing <laughs> anyway I'm trying to I'm trying to contact Chris Ranch through different members of I'm trying to find his number through the internet Richard Branch Richard Branch you're thinking oh, of Richard Branch Chris, Chris, Chris Branch the, uh, the composer you worked with oh yes um, that's right also yeah. good on the piano fantastic on the piano defense. wrote the Dog Squad theme tune love his work uh, Merry Christmas, everyone. <laughs> Dog Squad, also written by Rose Johnson and Camille Shan. Friends of the show. Merry Christmas, everyone. <laughs> Merry Christmas, everybody. Uh, and can I tell you now, the voice of Diesel, um, Alex Brooker, who is going to be appearing on Flat Slam in 2024. That's an exclusive. Merry Christmas, everyone. Merry, Merry Christmas, Christmas, everybody. And from all of us at Dog Squad, Merry <laughs> Christmas. <laughs> How do they make bread with no wheat in? So there you go. Merry Christmas, everybody. Merry Christmas to all and to all a good podcast. <laughs> yeah, the reviews are in. Yeah. yeah. Three yeah. wise men, four stars. If you want to give us five, give us five, Come surely. On, <laughs> Come on, why have you damned us with a four star review? In podcasting just... terms, a four star is a one star. <laughs> uh, if you want to leave us a review, uh, wherever you listen to podcasts, you can. So, uh, so listen and, uh, and subscribe and review. It all helps new people find this podcast. And for 2024, that's what we're after. A few new, uh, uh, a few new ear canals for us to slide down like the Lord JC himself. Absolutely. And do remember to get your tickets to come to those live shows. We'll be doing live shows in Jan yes. and Feb and March. Come along to all of those. It's going to be an absolute blast. Yes, yeah. 29th and uh, 30th of, uh, of January. Uh, Suze Kempner and Joe Wilkinson on the 29th. Carad Lloyd and Kima Bob on the 30th. Tickets are available at pappyscomedy.com forward slash live. So get on board. Come along. It's always so much fun uh, to have a lovely full room and have a real lark so come on down in the new year and guys have a very merry christmas have a very merry christmas one and all and merry christmas of course to uh to emma caution who produces all of these episodes thank you emma Corsham team. team. Oh, I didn't mean to do it like that, but yeah, I guess <laughs> well, I did. I mean it. Yeah, Sorry, yeah. Right. yeah. There right. we go. There we go. It works. It works. Uh, cheers, everyone. <gasps> Bye. Bye. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. 